Welcome to Your Photography Mentor Podcast, a podcast dedicated to help you achieve your photography dreams, whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned pro. Now here's your hosts, David Molnar and Rich Coleman. <laughs> hey, Rich. How's it going? Hey, David. I'm feeling free on free as a bird. Oh my gosh, man. I, uh, thanks for, thanks, thanks, thanks for accommodating, um, <laughs> the bare chested, the bare chested podcast episode 49. Oh, a lot more hair than I do. Yeah. Well, you know, and I have to trim it up so it doesn't go like wild. I've been really, I've been bare. really working on the traps at the gym lately. You see that like yeah. little bump? That's all I care. That's all I care about. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Hey, welcome to, <laughs> welcome to podcast episode 49. <laughs> Uh, I promise I have pants on. I I just I don't know why Rich has a shirt off, but I'm just trying to stop sweating. I just rode eight miles, very last minute. It took a lot longer than I thought to get to the office. So I'm like, I'm like trying. I'm like David. Trying. David didn't have a shirt on, so when he went to the intro for the pre-show, I took mine off just for you guys, just yes. for you. Yes. You know who you are. <laughs> Marissa says, "Did I get to the right podcast?" Yes, I promise. We, we've got pants on. Promise. Uh, I'm not going to stand up. I'm <laughs> Rich, Rich does not promise. Woo! I'll put a shirt on in a minute, but I'm just trying to like, gosh, goodness gracious. Did Anyways, you get your fan naked. installed? I did. I'm a fan of it. It's it's kind of not blowing at the right angle right now, but it's, uh, you I know. I hate it when that happens. I know. Yeah, the wrong angle sucks. I'm not a fan of that. Literally. So, uh, <laughs> Alana said I my need to check my white cut. balance. Your hair is almost cut. There you go. <laughs> Love it. And Debbie Karn says... Hi from Funny. Nashville, my eyes, my eyes. Um, should we give away some shirts today? Like just in honor of like no shirt, no shirt Monday, we'll give away. So the, here's the shirt that I wear. It's called Fresh Clean Tees, I think. And yes, yep. I'm a large, you know, so we'll give away some blue t-shirts today. What do you think? I guess blue, if you want you to know, do blue. Yeah, I could even, I mean, I don't, yeah. I mean, I could, Can I could give you. Two, two, guys, two guys, one shirt. <laughs> two guys one shirt i posted this uh i mean ever i posted this um this this photo last night on my insta stories and it was uh it was like i once i put my kids to bed it was like 8 45 i'm stumbling downstairs my wife and i are exhausted and there's a there's 13 cups on the table i only have four kids there's 13 cups mm. they're all kids cups and i'm just like mm. what is going on here you know <laughs> anyways uh so you guys want a shirt all right awesome hey we'll give away uh we'll, we'll we're gonna send five shirts out five blue v-necks this exact one okay i guess we could get people's sizes or something um but we'll send we'll send uh five yeah, of them we'll out fi we'll figure it out <laughs> the hardest thing ever to give away but that's fine this ain't no dollar t-shirt either this is a that's a nice t-shirt no it is robin P peterson said important question that i missed on the i just pedaled eight miles i guess i left late um i is the first time i'm riding my pedal bike to the off to this new office. Oh, nice! And, oh, it was a pedal and, bike. Oh, that's that's yeah. information I didn't have. Yes, it was not the electric bike where you can just like go like that and zip. I had to like, I, I realized how much uphill it is to get here. First time I've ever ridden one, and I thought it was only six miles, but I think that's if I went the fastest way. And apparently, I didn't go the fastest way, so I added two miles to it. Anyways, Tammy Ferry or Ferry is saying or Fare. I'm not sure. Is saying medium, please. Right. Awesome. Uh, Brad Stoop says, next giveaway, 2021 men of TPM calendar. We'd have to, for your ego, we'd have to give you February, though. The shortest month, we'd have to give you February. 
I'll be Mr. December. <coughs> oh man, what uh, what what's going on? What's what's the um? You know, hey, so so real. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still cracking up. I love it. Hey, listen, today we're gonna do a AMA. Ask me anything. <laughs> Cody said I'll be the David Molnar of the dirt bike tracks. Love it. You're 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 a. Now, I will, I'll refrain from that comment that I was going to say about dirt bike tracks. Mm. Um, anyways, uh, we're going to do an Ask Me Anything today, right? AMA, Tech Talk, whatever. So basically, we're going to try... Ask me and David anything you want. Yeah. The sky's the limit. PG-13 all day. I don't care. Rated PG or less. In our... uh, <laughs> so... We'll do PG like back in the 80s, like when they could say like certain words. Yeah, like remember... Um, Remember uh, Apollo 13, the movie of Tom Hanks and whoever else is in it? It was rated PG. We were watching it, and it was like, oh, my gosh, there's like 500 cuss words in that. It's unbelievable. I'm like, my kids ain't watching that. Mm. Yeah, my wife doesn't let my kids watch anything cool like Star Wars. My wife, I love her, I, but like, I, wa- I want so hard to watch Star Wars and stuff. I, wa- I watched Star Wars with my boys, and my wife was like pissed. But I like fast-forwarded any like scary parts where like Darth Vader was scary. And we don't watch all of them, like, but just like... You know, episode one is pretty light. Episode one's actually pretty light. Yeah. Sorry, not episode yeah. one. Not episode one. I meant episode four, like the original. Five, four. The, ori- yeah, the original four. The original episode four. I'm making um, her watch The Mandalorian right now, though. That's that's a big win for the Coleman household. Yeah. Um, hey, rem- we, we do have... Hey, so let's talk about... Let's talk about um, TPM Meetup, the free meetup that's on May 14th and 15th. So it's the night of the 14th and the day, all day on Saturday the 15th. Because Rebecca Schmidt, Spain asked, where in Florida should we fly into for the events? Um, and there is a workshop the day before. So if you guys got tickets to the workshop, um, then you would fly in an extra day early. Because we'll be doing a workshop all day on the 14th. And then the evening of the 14th is when the free events start for the TPM meetup. And um, there's a couple of like exact locations because we're waiting to see how many people RSVP to see exactly which size because we have Head a count. few different restaurants and, and cocktail hour places that we're trying to nail down, but we need to know how many people are coming. Um, Steve Wibble said meet up. I'm oh, sorry, Weibel, like Bible. Sorry. Weibel, um, Weibel. Steve's photos are amazing. Um, Steve, I but, need to call you about a secret project I'm doing. Yeah, Steve, we were Steve. talking about we were Steve. talking about you. Steve, can we call you soon? We have a we have a yeah. Um, Here, my yeah. phone number, when I say my name is David, is 252-573. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, everyone's phone number from the Outer Bank starts with that. 252-573. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, Shonda saying What's what time Thursday should we be there? What the, for freak, what the freak is Thursday night, David? Thursday night is the meetup for the workshop attendees only. No. It's a, it's a cocktail hour. Yes. Correct. And then Friday... All day is the workshop, and then Friday night after the workshop's done is the beginning of the free events for all of our TPM members, and that's going to start probably between seven and eight p.m. We're going to lock down a time um, and and location for that first meetup, but it will be in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. The airports that you fly into ideally is ECP, which is like the Panama City Beaches Airport. Um, we are directly in between Destin. Florida and Panama City Beach, Florida, but it's like this really amazing area called 30A that does not feel like Destin or Panama City, and um, it's really beautiful. And the town is called Santa Rosa Beach, Florida, and so the airport is ECP. The other airport that's a little further away is VPS, and that's like the Destin Airport. So, but we will give you guys ECP, all ECP. ECP is the best, but ECP David, is way like. Let's say I'm in this thing, the photo mentorship you keep talking about. How much does this cost? 
for me to come to? Free. Zero. In fact, we have a link for all of our TPM members. If you're a TPM member, which I know we have a ton of you guys here on the podcast, you guys can register for this free meetup. We need y'all to register ahead of time so we know how many people are coming. Okay? That's really important. And so what we're doing is we're protecting the meetup behind one credit. You guys get new credits every single month for free in your accounts. So we're protecting the meetup purchase option by a credit. And then so you exchange one of your credits, which you get for free. Okay. And then if you come to the meetup, we're going to give you back five credits. So it's like you're going to get an extra four credits. We're just using it as a way to like create, create the transaction, the free transaction so that you guys can register for the meetup. Do we have a link to that? Can the team ping that to me or to us? Um, I know we, David, I, I just had a text from my neighbor saying, why is David not wearing a shirt? True story. <laughs> hey, if you guys are just tuning in, I just rode my bike eight miles and, 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 and I under, I have a Rachel brand Sanchez, new... Rachel Sanchez wants to know why you're not wearing a shirt. <laughs> she is my, she's my high school classmate. And, um, I was so sad that she didn't get to sing at our graduation. But anyways, uh, there we go. Now Rich is there too. Love it. We definitely need to do white balance. Um, um, so I'm just trying to, I'm trying to cool down cause I, I just rode eight miles and it was ridiculous and we thought it would be funny. And then Rich is taking a shirt off too. So it's a, uh, it's naked podcast Monday. We should maybe do this. I'm not wearing moment. pants either. I am wearing pants. I promise. I promise wearing pants. It's a little gray is coming in there. Yes. No I, I, I have, I have ginger beard. So therefore I don't tan well. David seen me in Florida for months, a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was also it was also February, right? Um, Okay, so all you guys have to do in order to win a free V-neck T-shirt, okay, uh, the ones that I buy, which are swanky, um, is uh, oh gosh, Rich, um, is share this podcast with the two shirtless guys on it. I know you might be a little embarrassed. Sorry about that. But today we're going to do an AMA. We're going to do Ask Me Anything. Okay, so you guys can type your questions in right here in the comments. Chris says, David and Rich, this will never make prime time. Sorry. <laughs> Laura Brandt said, I'm so glad I'm working from home today. Oh, gosh. Sunglasses going on. There we go. There we go. Um, so we're going to do some oh, AMA. Wow. So if you guys... I'm a, my, my wife uses me as a nightlight. Yes. Just me in the room, topless. She's like, I can see it all. Yes. Hey, so Regina Glauder. Glauder. I'm glad she asked this question. Um, uh, bum, bum is uh, asking the question, will you ever do workshops in other states? And the answer is yes, we would love to. We've just been waiting for the world to get a little bit more normal. And then here in my hometown of Santa Rosa Beach, Florida, be a little bit easier to control that stuff um, and all the workshop stuff. But we do hope to travel um, in the near future. In the near future, do workshops and meetups. Uh, (laughs) Oh man. All right, just trying to just trying to stop sweating so I can put on my shirt. All right, so love I can't it, love stop it. Stop sweating since you took your shirt off. You what? Attendance dropped? Is that what you said? I'm saying I can't stop sweating since you took it off. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Hot uh, <laughs> Norma Norma Baker said my husband just walked by. I'm sorry, we didn't mean to get you in trouble with your husbands or or wives, um, but you know. All right, <laughs> Carol Fulton said just getting on wearing your shirts. I just rode my bike eight miles and I'm trying to, I'm trying to cool down. So apologize too much information guys. All right. All right. So if you guys have any questions that you'd like for us to answer, um, let us know in the comments. All right. Let us know in the comments, Rich, what's We're tell ready us, to answer. Tell, 
tell us your tell us your uh, what's been going on with you, man. What's a, what's a big three for you? Well, big three is I took my father to IKEA yesterday. Mm. I was supposed to go with Ramon, but my sofa was not in stock, so I didn't want to waste his muscle. Gotcha. So I took my father, and if anybody knows Big Dick, that is not like something that you would ever have thought he did. I'm gonna go to IKEA for the day, like not right. in my dad's wheelhouse. Think to hang, to, grumpy, to hang out, grumpy friend. old man, rich with a motorcycle. That's my father. Yeah. So look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Is your back cold? Or are you? I'm just trying to make my back stop sweating so I can lean back in the you chair. You look like Julius Caesar. Um, no, that <laughs> I was, just rode so eight miles. I put a, on my bike. Go I ahead. just upgraded my coffee machine. That was a big three for me. Ooh, David's nice. got me hooked on the art of making espresso. Mm. Very much so. I'm kind of obsessed. Yeah. It's kind of like a science experiment. My kids love, my kids love coming out and making coffee with me every day. You know what? That's great, man. I want to see, I want to see latte art. I suck at that. Real true. It's hard, man. It's hard to learn to froth. You have to get the perfect microphone in there. And honestly, the only reason I was able to like learn it is because Zach Gray taught me. Um, I kind of watched him a bunch and he would keep on critiquing me when we used to share an office together. And uh, so when you come here for the workshop or maybe when we film a new course next month in April. Um, That's, I think we're down for that. I, I messaged you yes, the, the Friday about that. We got to figure mm-hmm. that out. Yeah. Yeah. I need new a, courses, a new stuff coming for TPM. First off, I, I think we need to, people need to know what TPM is that aren't here. If you're okay. in TPM and you mm-hmm. love TPM, mm-hmm. put it in the comments. If anybody monitoring these questions could ping them to me and David, that would be great. Um, and let me know you're in TPM, why you love it, as David explains what the photo mentorship is. Was that one of the questions who we liked better? Yeah, I thought it your was, boy Josh. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was like who they, uh, anyways, yeah, there we go. All right, yeah, TPM is, TPM is awesome. We love, we love What is us. TPM? We love us some TPM. The photo mentorship is our membership program um, where you get unlimited access to ask me and Rich and our other mentors questions, get photo critiques, um, do live trainings, and you get unlimited access to our library of tutorials. It's a little bit like Netflix, but for photographers, um, but where we also answer all your questions. And you know, all of our students that are coming to the workshop, the workshop sold out with just our TPM students. So the cool thing is it's like only TPM students pretty much get access to the workshops and the meetups. So it's kind of like an exclusive place to have a, um, you know, more community. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah, Regina, it is a online community with unlimited photography education and unlimited questions answered. Now, the Mm -hmm. cool thing about the photo mentorship is when David started it, it was like an online catalog of courses to learn how to master your camera, learn how to do astro (sighs) pictures, learn how to shoot families, learn how to pictures of animals whatever it is, there's a course for it but the amazing thing is it's grown into this awesome community of awesome people learning and sharing with each other where we go live like this sometimes five times a week giving stuff away and just loving on people sorry i put my shirt back on yeah no it's awesome tpm is amazing hey and rich you just released a new course right Astrophotography 101 is done. It is all up. If you have any photography, astro, nighttime picture questions, it is answered in that course. 
So let's play a trailer for that. And then if you guys have any let's, more questions, I see, I see questions coming in. Ask your questions. We'll do our best to get as many of them as possible. Uh, if you're just tuning in, I rode my bike eight miles. I was trying to stop sweat. I was trying to stop sweating. Now I've got a shirt on. Now I'm good. I'm going to play this Astrophotography 101 trailer, which is exclusive to members of the Photo Mentorship. So if you're not a member of the Photo Mentorship, you can't even get access to this. Welcome to Astrophotography 101. In this course, you're going to learn how to take amazing pictures every time. We're going to demystify how to take pictures of the Milky Way, of the stars, and all the confusing things. This is really fun for me to get to show you my tips and tricks on how to take amazing nighttime pictures. Dude, that course is amazing. And the feedback on it is pretty awesome. It's cool to watch. Like, you know, when I first started, I was like, how are we tracking who's watching? But now that the community is so engaged, it's like, hey, Rich, I went out here, are my pictures, what can I do to change it? Mm -hmm. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Regina said, I'm sorry you put your shirt back on. Oh, wow. yeah. There you go, Regina. There it is. It's okay, Regina. I get it, too. So I've got I've got a little bit um, I've got Cody saying this edit is on fire yeah that's awesome it's on fire <laughs> love it love it love it um, okay so I've got a little bit of news something I'm trying to work through and and this is just a little bit of um, this I don't even know what's going on to be honest with you so I have a brand new Canon R5 <clears throat> mm. okay and uh, and this is just this this is just you what I looked for the receipt very minimally. Yeah, you gotta find it. I think it. I sent it to you. I think I sent it to you and Izzy in an email. Let me look. I know I couldn't find it. Um, well, the other thing I did, Rich, I, I have a couple pieces of feedback for two things that we love. Okay, I'm just gonna be honest. Can I just be honest here for a couple seconds? Yes. No. Maybe so. I'm ready. I'm just. I'm waiting. I'm preparing. Okay. Um, it, they're not things that you, they're. A couple things that I love. Number one, is, my. Um, this Brevite bag that we love so much, that you and I love, or Brevity, this Brevity bag here that we love so much, it's a great bag. It's kind of like an urban disguise bag because you can put your laptop in it and you can put your cameras and all that stuff in it. But one of the things that I didn't like is like it just didn't feel sturdy enough. Okay. You ever, if you ever feel you like that? Like, because um, I'm like, I'm like riding my bike around and like sometimes I'm setting the bag down like heavy and I just feel like there wasn't enough padding down here and on the sides. Like there's a lot of padding in the back where the laptop is and there's there's good padding here as well but i didn't feel like there was good padding up here on the sides and on the bottom you know well um, I, so I don't have my camera i don't have my camera side mounted like that i have mine more in the middle so that mm -hmm. there's nothing on the sides so i think that would be it's not really good for grab and go factor but right. i have it twisted to be camera down hmm. or lens down i changed the padding because that's the thing when you you sacrifice something when you carry does that make sense like yeah. the fact that the bag's not huge 
like that to me is worth it to have a camera in my backpack all the time. But do you have any, what do you have in there? I think you should just so, have your 24 to 70. So I have um, two things. Here's the 24 to 70 that I broke in the landscape photography course. Didn't anyone see that course? The landscape photography 101 course where the tripod literally fell on the hill of the vineyard and it, and it broke this lens. We fixed it, we were able to like tighten the screw, but then it just stopped working again like a year later. So I need to mail, I've got that, this one in. You have two of I those? Need, I'll take one. I, need, I have two. Well, one's for my wife, like one's one that we keep at the she house at all times. She doesn't need one. She does use it. Um, and then the other one is actually on on this camera. So I actually have, whoa, let me see if I can get this. Hold on a second. Just, just get it in. Oh, use your rolling table. Is that what you're gonna do? I am, I am. I've never seen it. I just purchased it. Ooh, we're getting my, uh, there's too much stuff on this table right now. Okay, I got a bunch we are, of we are, we are We are gonna answer questions, I promise later. Hold yeah. on, you hold your pretty faces. Yeah, but I, I think this is potent, pertinent advice, advice, okay? So, let me put this right here. You've got the bag, you've got the side thing. You, you know, you've got the top entrance here, right? And then you've got the side side thing right here. I like to have my camera here so I can just pull it out, bam, 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 shoot, right? I like to be able to do that. But here is the problem. The sides, I felt like, weren't reinforced. So I've been adding extra padding of these Velcro separators. I don't know what, you, I don't know what the official term is for that. But I've been adding dividers, extra padding. Yeah. Dividers, separators. I've been adding extra padding, so I don't know if you can see this, but basically I've, I've added, I took some from uh, some other bags, like some, cause I've had like other think tank bags and other things. And I added, I've added like extra padding up here. I've added extra padding here to like pad the bottom. Okay. Ooh. And I've added extra padding here and then here. So I've basically taken some other dividers and I've jury rigged a little bit, but it made this sleek, awesome backpack more sturdy and now I feel a little bit more confident with it. And also it helps this camera fit a little bit more snug. Like it's actually kind of tricky. It's even a little bit tricky to get in uh, from that angle. Like if you pull it out the side, like I do, that's pretty great. But here's, here's, uh, here's one of the issues that's happening wonder, to me right now. This would fit. This might fit in that bag, I wonder. I can't see it. Your couch is in focus. Sorry. See, you're all um, about the pull-out. I'm like, the pull-out the pull method's not important to me. Like, I'd just rather take my backpack off, unzip my backpack, and get my camera out. Like, getting it out quick is not. Like, are you ever in that much of a hurry? I just like it, man. I just, I just like to be able to pull out, you know? So, it's just one of those things where I just like to be able to open up the side and do that. So, here's the, here's the other thing. So, this lens I need to send in. It's been, it's like one of the things where you know, just we've been too busy making tutorials and doing live trainings. This brand new Canon R5 camera, I actually don't have one of the batteries in it. Let me show you guys what's happening. I don't know what happened to this. Not one either. Not funny. You what? You said I don't have one either. Yeah. So I keep I'm freezing. It's, e it's, it's totally eCam because I just did a speed test and I'm blaring internet speed today. Well, I'll be the judge of that. Suck it, eCam. Let's see if it's uh, let's see if it's working today. Nope. Nothing, huh? Yeah. So basically, my R5 just stopped working. The back screen stopped working. Okay. And uh, so get on this Canon. <laughs> you know the back screen stopped working, and the in the the viewfinder 
like the, the, the LCD that's inside the viewfinder was working. And I, Rich was telling me I should just update the, the firmware. I was reading about it. And I thought maybe that would fix the some software glitch that was making this. And I tried to start doing the firmware update, which is not a complicated process. And now both screens stopped working. So literally, I have a useless Canon R5. $4,000 camera, brand new, not working. I love you, Canon, but shame on you. What's going on here? So I need to like send this in to Canon CPS. And it was like, anyways, I started calling about it this weekend and they weren't really open till Monday. So I've got to like go through that whole process. So hopefully that's easy um, with the Canon. I'll, I'll, I'll keep you guys updated on that. Are you a CPS member? I was, I don't know that it's current. I haven't like, I haven't sent anything in in like three or four years. So I, that's, that's part of the thing. I'm like, oh, I got to sign up for that again and, and all that jazz. But it's, it, I remember it was pretty easy when it was Canon CPS. So, all right. Chris Harmon said he had to send his Canon in for repair. So I've got two things. I've got to send in this, this lens and then also um, this, you know, this R5 camera. Sad. But the Canon RP, hey, can I just say this? The Canon RP is like the MVP right now. I think that is the best. It's a, you know, I got this camera for 800, no, sorry, 900 bucks, 899. And I think it's either a thousand or depending if, you know, it's a thousand dollars normally, right? And then if it's, you know, sometimes it's a hundred dollars off, but this, <clears throat> this Canon RP, which is just like the lower, lower version on the totem pole of the R5 has been like this amazing camera. I just think it's the best value for a camera on the market. People have been asking me lately. I think we need to update our gear guide to include the Canon RP in it. I'd rather have a Canon. I mean, you, you let me know. Cause you have, you still have a 5d Mark four or Tammy does, or you do. I think I'd rather have an RP than a 5d Mark four. Potentially it focuses because it focuses so fast. What are your thoughts? Yes. Especially if you don't have an off brand lens on it, you know, but yeah, no, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. That's the webcam that you guys are looking at right now. Um, I think it's really amazing. Jamie blank said, just got an RP last week. Um, what about a Canon money? I don't know what a Canon money is. Um, but yeah, I think, I think the Canon RP is the best bang for your buck because it's full frame. It's this new, um, mirrorless design and, um, and it focuses like pretty incredible, you know, like it's, it's really awesome. Which one is that? The R? This is the R. So okay. I have three R's. I have three yep. R cameras. You have the R5, the R and the RP, correct? Correct. And I've used them all on shoots professionally and I have... I've had no problems and I updated my firmware just fine, but you freaked me out. You freaked me out. So I yeah, but your, sc your screen, cameras. your screen was working, right? Yeah. Mine, mine wasn't. You, and I then I tried to, lemon. I'm not sure. Um, it's well, been a great, a brand new one, honestly. You think so? We'll see. I mean, if you're a CPS member, they like, dude, I did a tour. I did a, they don't do tours. I could talk about that for a second while you field questions here. I got to do a tour five years ago at the Canon Professional Services Building in Newport News, Virginia. Um, it was crazy the amount of metal detectors I had to walk through. And it was like we knew a guy who knew a guy that let us in. And it was like Canon Press briefing room and that. I think there was like this huge 10 by 10 tub full of 70 to 200 lenses that were broken for pieces. There was mm. rooms full of gear and like a railroad track downstairs where they calibrate the lenses. It was a phenomenal. I looked at them after this and I said, you should charge $100, $200 for a tour and give me a Canon neck strap and I would have paid for this. It was that great of an experience. Wow, that's awesome. Hey, you wanna answer Valerie's question? 
Valerie, number one, I love your hat. Number two, TPM is the photo mentorship. We need to start saying that more. The photo mentorship. It is an online photography resource where we help photographers just like you do the things you want to do with photography. We help you reach the dreams that you have for photography. We help you smash those dreams and make even better dreams. We help empower you to take pictures that your friends are embarrassed of. Yeah. Okay. TPM is an acronym for the photo mentorship. <clears throat> Love that. Um, Bobby Howell is saying my new RP should arrive today. Congrats on that. Hey, let's go ahead and answer some questions. Brad Stoops um, said, what are your thoughts on the transition from DSLR to mirrorless? There are some great DSLRs, but mirrorless seems to be the future. Is it worth buying a DSLR in 2021? Great question, Brad. Rich, you started to hint and allude to this a minute ago. You want to kind of, uh, you want to add to that? You were mentioning. Uh, I'm going to go off on a limb here, and you guys can hold me accountable to this. I think they're going to stop making DSLRs in the next five years. I know that sounds scary because I remember when it was scary with film photography. Like, well, they're going to stop making film cameras like they do now. Right. Mirrorless cameras are the future, and the technology makes them faster. The technology actually makes it cheaper for the Canon manufacturer to make. There's less mechanical parts to break. Um, there's less mechanical parts to go bad. Um, I would highly suggest if you're in, if you can spend a thousand bucks on a camera, get the Canon RP. Now across the board, we like Canon because we're Canon people. You get invested in a certain one, and that's your camera until you make the big divorce later. Um, it doesn't matter. Canon, Nikon, Sony, get one of those. Nobody asked Picasso what brand paintbrush he used. But I will say Canon's offerings on the cheaper end, I personally believe are a little better. Nikon has amazing mirrorless cameras. They just don't have a $1,000 version of a mirrorless camera. Mm. Um, they might eventually. They're just usually slow to the affordable game where Canon is really slow. Like they were really slow to the mirrorless game, but when they did it, they kind of did it right. So to answer your question in the most long way possible, I would say invest in the future and invest in mirrorless. Hey, so Cindy, well, no, I, I agree. I, you know, I was a little hesitant with the, um, with the mirrorless stuff. Hey, Cindy, real quick. Um, Tell us what lenses you have. You said, what three lenses would you suggest I take? Tell us what lenses you have, because I don't want to tell you to take lenses that you don't have, um, unless you're planning on renting some. So let us know. Um, I, I also think that mirrorless is the way of the future. Um, the 5D, sorry, the R5 is so ahead of its game. It's so ahead of its game. It's like, it, this is the camera of the future that I think they're having some software glitches. Um, but I think hey, close that. Your, your shutter is open, so you know. Maybe that's the issue, but it's that frozen. That is the issue. It's frozen. I'm letting you know, even when you take the battery out. Yeah. That's yeah, I would issue. not leave that in the. I would not leave that in the sunlight like that. Just saying. That's that's the problem. That's the software issue right now. So here's the point. The the uh, I do think you know even though I'm having some issues right now, this camera when it is working properly, is absolutely phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal, and I and I think it's just I think it is the way of the future. I really think so. Um, all right, so uh, Cindy saying Montana. Did she ever ask? Did she ever post what lenses she has? 
Okay. Chris Felter said, I just inherited a Canon 50D. I wanted to know how to use it or where to find out how to use it. Where do you think you should learn how to use it, Rich? I think you should learn how to use it. The funny thing is I got an email to my personal business page, David. Actually, Ryan Moser sent it to me, which was cool. Um, asking me, she was like, hey, I just got a camera. Will you teach me how to use it? And Ryan was like, check my friend Rich out. And I sent her an email. Thephotomentorship.com. We teach you the three steps to be a photographer. We teach you to see, shoot, and edit like a photographer. See like a photographer, meaning away from those snapshots, pictures that your aunt can take with her iPhone. Teaching you how to take compelling stories with your images. Class two, master your camera. We teach you how to use all of the buttons on your camera, what they do, what aperture is, how that affects your image. We teach you in the photo mentorship buttons of your camera so we can show you exactly per your Canon T6 what the buttons do. And then lastly, we teach you how to edit like a photographer because here's the thing. With our God-given eyes, our brain and eyes work so seamlessly and great that we can see 11 stops of light. David can see his computer screen, he could read a piece of paper on his desk, and he could read a billboard outside. Your camera cannot do that. Your camera can only compensate for one brightness so you have to edit to recreate what the picture actually felt like not to make it cheesy but you're editing to make it feel like it was when you were there and when you do those three things that's when you really start taking powerful images and honestly the course is just designed to make you not get frustrated it's there to help you achieve your photography dreams by learning from the mistakes that david and i made absolutely thanks i love that so yeah, go take that course, Master Your Camera, inside the photo mentorship. Chris Felter. Um, Jamie Blank asked the question, I'm working on real estate photography. I'm having trouble with settings to get good lighting in the room and not blow out the windows too much. What do you suggest? Mm. I'm gonna answer this question if that's all right. So I have a, um, you know, we need, we actually need to have a proper real estate photography course, but we do have real estate photography, how I got the shot episodes inside the photo mentorship available to you. And we can also do um, you know live trainings and answer your questions and give you photo critiques inside the photo mentorship. But we are we are planning to develop a real estate photography track in the near future. However, I already have an hour and a half of training on real estate photography in there. Here's the short answer. Just like Rich was saying, you know, a lot of times our cameras can't capture what we see with our God-given eyes because we can see all the details, the bright details and the highlights of the sky and all the bright, sorry, the, the darker details and the shadows beneath the horizon. Well, when you're inside shooting real estate, you're looking out the windows and it's super bright outside. Those are the highlights, the bright parts of the image. And on the inside, you're inside and it's, it's the shadows. You're in a room and there might be some ambient light in the room available, but in general, it's usually gonna be darker inside the room <coughs> when you're indoors or in the shade, than it would be in the bright sunlight. And unfortunately, our cameras can't really capture this unless we do some sort of photo merging with something like HDR, okay? HDR stands for high dynamic range, and HDR is something that can get really cheesy really quick. However, if you shoot, <clears throat> if you shoot multiple exposures, you put your camera on a tripod, you lock it down, you find the good angle in the room for the real estate photo. Okay, you get you compose your good angle. Okay, you shoot multiple exposures of that same exact frame. 
okay? You shoot an image that's too bright, an image that's just right for the room, and an image that's too dark for the room, okay? And what that will do is the image that's too dark for the room will potentially, and you might have to test multiple exposures for this, but it will potentially expose outside through the windows correctly, meaning the room will look too dark, but through the windows will look just right. In Photoshop or in Lightroom, you can merge those multiple exposures together to create an HDR picture and merge the bright parts of the images with the, with the medium parts and the darker tones of the image to create one beautiful picture, okay? And a lot of times what I do, it's kind of a little bit of a cheat, easy, easy way to do it, is I'll just shoot the image itself underexposed. So I'll expose typically for the brightest part of an image. So if it's a landscape image, I'll expose for the sky. If it's a real estate, I will just expose for the trees outside the windows. Okay, when I say expose, I mean getting the right brightness of the trees outside through the window, and then, sh and then it's very dark in the room. Well, a lot of times in editing, you can raise the darker areas of an image without it degrading your image too bad. Now, there's limits to this, of course, but you can certainly experiment with this. And um, if you can, what I like to do is get a good exposure out through the window, and, and it might be too dark in the room, and then I just raise the shadows and maybe the blacks inside editing and Lightroom to raise up the brightness of the room itself while preserving the integrity of the highlights that are outside the window, and then it balances the image to create an image that's properly exposed in the highlights and in the shadows. If you'd like more information, go check out thephotomentorship.com and take the Real Estate Photography Higgs episode, which stands for How I Got the Shot episode. So we teach stuff like this from the win all from the, the windows, time. From the windows to the walls, you just wanna make sure your exposure's right. From the windows to the walls. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not tracking. Are you? Is, are you making a joke? Am I just? Am I not getting it? Okay. Everybody. Everybody else just got it except you. I'm pretty <laughs> okay. sure. Okay. Ellen Gould asked, "Are you going to do a special class in the R5? It's not very intuitive." Yes. Yes, we are. I think it's. We're going to do, but... do a walk. We're going to do a walkthrough and a review. I'm going to do both. Um, Chris Ellison, let's do that next week. Let's let's pop her out. Yes, and that, but that's going to be that's going to be available to TPM people for further included. It's going to be included to TPM or the photo mentorship. Yeah, it actually won't be available to anyone else. It'll only be TPM, I believe. Yep. Sorry. So okay. Um, I don't even know what that is. Linda Nielsen said, "Can I ask a serious question? Is there a reason y'all don't use or like the Ruggard brand? I absolutely love mine." Rugard, Rugard. Um, I, 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 what is it? Chris Ellison uses a. It's a backpack. I mean, it's Rugard's great. I've, oh. we've given away lots of Rugard. It's just big. Like, I used to have a Tamrac Expedition backpack, that was so big I couldn't even take it on an airplane with me. So it's great if you like having a huge backpack with everything in it. It's kind of like the huge think tank one, David, without wheels. It's like, you could fit all your gear in it. It's just a big bulky bag. There's nothing wrong with it. I just personally like a sleek everyday bag. But I have a big bag, I just use a Pelican. There's nothing wrong with Rugger. Chris Ellison loves his. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not familiar with it, so I don't have like any bias against it. I think the reason I like this uh, brevity bag so much is just because it was sleek and it didn't look like a camera 
backpack, you know, and I keep my laptop right here and the camera right here. I just didn't think it was as rugged, um, not rugged as, as I'd like, cause I'm used to like think tank bags and stuff, but, and I have a couple different think tank backpacks, but I just didn't like, um, I don't know. It just didn't feel like the right, like everyday bag, um, to be, cause I want to be able to carry my camera with me. And I like the, the I like the feel of the brevity one. Okay. So, um, uh, Kalia, I, st I always I always ask this question: Is it Kalia or is it Kaylee? Sorry, I don't know. Um, Redabaugh uh, said, "If you could bring one lens with you all day and you don't know exactly what kind of pictures you will take, which one lens would you bring?" Well, my friend, it's this one: the twenty-four to seventy version two, and or the RF version. I don't have the RF version, but it's this lens. Um, and, and that's cause that's actually what I do. Like, that's the one that I keep in the bag because I can shoot portrait. It goes to, down to like the aperture goes to a 2.8, which is a pretty large size hole in the aperture. Okay. This is 1.8 and around here is 2.8. Okay. So it's a large hole, which means that I can shoot the shallow depth of field portraits. Um, and, uh, and it can zoom in a little bit for portraits, so it's great. And it also goes wide to 24 millimeters, so it's great for landscapes and stuff like that. So if I had to pick one lens, now you have to have the money to buy that lens because it's a very expensive one. I forget what it costs now, but it's probably $2,000 or close to it. I think it was 1600 when I 18, bought it. Yeah. 1800 Um yeah, because everything with COVID has kind of gone up in price a little bit, plus inflation. Uh, but Especially um, plywood. Yeah. Dude, inflation over the next few years is going to be bonkers, I think. But anyway, my contractor um, called me because I, I was doing a little project. A piece of plywood, a piece of plywood went from like nine dollars to forty-seven dollars here. Nine to how much? Sorry, you're breaking up. Four, forty-seven. Forty-seven. I'm sorry, man. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, I think the 24 to 70 is the best all around lens if you're if you're going to have like one lens that's versatile. But you know, the reason we recommend like the 50 millimeter lens like this is because it's like, it's pretty cheap. It's only like 100, 125 bucks and you can take amazing portraits with it. And it's a really fun lens for shooting in low light situations and all these things. But if you have $2,000, then the 24 to 70 is a great, great lens. So it's a pretty big disparity between the two. Okay. Um, I got the 50, I got the, I got the nifty 50 R5. You the Love RF? It. Shot a wedding with it. The RF, the RF nifty 50. Crazy good lens, man. Nice. Well, I, I'm using the 35. How much is it? Yeah, the, the, this one's only 189 bucks. The 50 RF. It's great. Is it good AF? It's freaking. It's good AF. Good autofocus. Good autofocus. Well, this this 35 millimeter that you're seeing me through is like is pretty fantastic. I love it. It it focuses pretty darn fast, even with this autofocus stuff. It's pretty great. Um, Steve Weibel asked this question. Um, with a mirrorless camera, I've heard that there's a small delay in action in the viewfinder image. Is that true? And if so, how do you deal with the delay in action situations like bride walking down the aisle? Please answer this question. The R5 does not do it. That's why I knew you yeah, I was going to say, I, don't, I was uh, like, I don't have an issue with that, but okay. So you get playback through the eyepiece on the Canon R, RP. So when you take a picture, it gives you a display. Like it actually shows you the image you just took which is cool, but it's annoying. You can't turn it off. I will say when I first got my R, it frustrated me, but I was used to it. But I will say when I got my R5 and it went disappeared again, I loved it because it just felt like a 5D Mark IV that grabbed focus. That's the beauty of the R5. The R5 is the Canon 5D Mark 
five. You know what I mean? That's like really what the camera is. Like they they can stop making the R five or the five D line because the the R five is that amazing. But I, I've used it, Steve, and actually I kind of like it because when I take a picture, I can review it real quick. And you can also make that delay time as much as you want up to a half a second. So you can really cut that delay down so it's not a factor. I love you, Rich. <laughs> we gotta, I, I don't know if it's, it's not e- me, man. I, I, it's Ecamm. Yeah, we'll have to figure that out. I wonder if we should try to use Skype again. Just saying. Like, I don't know. We could talk to Ecamm about it. Not sure. All right. Um, okay, so you know, Cindy came back and told me the lenses. She was asking she was going to go to Montana and go on some landscape photography things. She said, I have some prime Cindy uh, Messina. I have some prime lenses, 50, 35, 85, I, uh, 70 to 300. I'm assuming the 70 to 300 is kind of like the like a variable aperture lens, like a 4.5 to 6.3, most likely. So that's probably the, the, the least quality lens that you have, I would assume. Um, I don't know if there's a 70 to 300 like f 2.8 unless i'm missing it um the 24 to 105 is usually an f4 lens and that's pretty good um which i'm assuming she has a canon camera if she has a 24 to 105 yeah from from from, from these numbers she's a canon shooter yeah i can so, bring your 35 and 24 to 105 yeah i mean if like if you're worried about landscape photography do that the 70 to 300 i would bring it because if you're trying to photograph wildlife i mean Compared to your other lenses, no offense, it sucks. Like, it's not a very good lens. But you can zoom in a whole lot, you know? So if you're trying to zoom in on a bird, yeah, so if you're trying to zoom in on a bird and there's a lot of light, then like that 7300 is not a good low light lens. It's horrible for it. However, um, and there's some reasons there, it's because like, you know, it's because your aperture on that lens uh, can only get this big. (laughs) Like, it can't go this big like your other lenses can. It can only go this big, so therefore, this lets in less light than this does. So that's the problem with that 70 to 300 millimeter lens. But um, but if it's a bright sunny day, then you're not worried about low light and you can photograph that eagle that's flying you know, through the state park. So there you go. But the 24 is gonna be wide angle. Uh, the other thing is, I don't know what camera she has. So what if she has like a crop it sensor? Crop. Yeah. yeah, if it's a crop sensor, then none of those are really great for landscapes. So the 24 would be best, but I don't know. I like shooting, I will answer it this simply because David likes to answer like David. I love shooting personally landscapes wider than 35, I've noticed. Yes, Definitely wider than 50. And I want it to be what my eye sees, which is 50 on a full frame camera, or I want it to be wider. Yeah. Now, if there's a building way off, I might zoom into 200 and shoot that, but that's like one shot for my whole landscape adventure. Um, love it, love it, love it. Okay, awesome. Um, okay. Rich, Jamie Blank asked the question, Rich, do you see the R lenses cost coming down? I'm using the adapter, but just adds extra weight. Um, yeah, the, the adapters, the cheap $100 adapter isn't that heavy. Now I will say the RF lenses that are red series or L series, they're heavy as a mo. So they're heavy. The more expensive the glass, the heavier the lens. That's just the way it works. The better the glass, the heavier the lens. Um, the RF price will come down once it's market standard. Um, but like me, I'm not gonna buy, inv- I, I've bought a, a couple cheaper um, RF lenses, but I'm not gonna buy 
the lens offerings honestly aren't great yet. They will be, but it's the future. So the, the, the adapter works great with no lag. I love it. I love the adapter. Love it. I have three. I love it. Yeah, I, I have, um, I think this is the one with the, uh, is this the polarizer one? Indy. Yes. No, yeah. this is the polarizer one. Um, so I've got the ND filter. It's, it's actually really awesome. Um, I, got, I can drop in the filters and then th this actually looks like it's ND, but it says the, it's a circular polarizing one. I have the ND one in the bag. Um, and so that can actually like, you know, reduce the specular highlights and, and stuff like that and actually be able to see through um, surfaces like that. So it's pretty cool, like shooting the ocean. Brian Delk said, did you say the RP is full frame? Yes, that's why I think it's such an amazing value for 900 bucks if it's on sale. Cause it's, it's like an, it's an incredible camera for a thousand Chris, bucks. Chris, to be an interesting to that. Just they can see the specs on the, this little camera. It's stupid how, it's stupid how great of a camera it is. The 6D Mark II used to be my stupid, awesomely affordable professional camera recommendation. Yeah. Now the RP is my even cheaper, even more ridiculous professional photographer camera option. I think, but maybe that's just me. Um, and, you know, so Joanna uh, Sanchez Breitenbach said, I would like to upgrade for my Canon TI5. What would you recommend? I have a Canon 7200 and a 1585. Is your 7200 like a 28? Like, is it the. the it's either expensive? the 2.8 or the F4. They only make that in two versions. Where is my. They're both L. I stole it. I stole it when I was there. It's in another bag. Um, the, uh, the the fifteen to eighty five is not an L. I don't even know what lens that is. Never heard of it. Fifteen to eighty five. You have the fifteen to thirty five. There's no such thing. There's a seventeen to forty and a sixteen to thirty five. Sixteen to thirty five. Yes. There actually isn't the new RF actually fifteen to thirty five though. Anyways, um, that's fine. Um, no, it was, it was, there was like some kind of upgrade where the numbers had changed. Um, I would recommend the RP if you're up for it. Cause the, the can, the TI five was 500, 500 bucks. If you're trying to upgrade, you could get like the, you could get the, she has the TI five. Okay. So the TI five actually, T five I is probably an eight or $900 lens camera. If you upgraded to the Canon RP, it would blow your mind, you know? Oh my gosh, just in yeah, focus, okay. like taking yeah. pictures in focus, it's crazy. That's right. Okay, great. So we're going to get... Um, and those of get... you, we're talking a lot about Canon. We're talking a lot about Canon cameras right now. This is the same Canon R5 is in the same family as the Canon Z6, Z7 series. So if you're looking at Nikon, look at the Nikon Z is their mirrorless line. Very similar specs, great focus, great everything. Fantastic, fantastic. I think we're gonna go ahead and do the, um, we're gonna go ahead and wrap here soon and, and give away five blue V-necks. What do you think? Actually, I guess we Yo, can my give name the is David. I'm giving some shirts. You said we're gonna wrap. I thought you meant like wrap. Real quick, Brad Stoops, uh, does the Canon RP have the same mount as the R5 and R6? Yes, it's all an, it's all an RF mount, okay? So, you're seeing my my sensor Sorry, there. Steve, that, the Z7's coming. Gosh, the this is the RF mount. I know that's the issue. That's the that's the problem. So this is the RF mount, and then you know this adapter adapts it from the RF mount to the old lenses, which are an EF mount, and that's so the the adapter allows you 
allows you to be able to connect your your old lenses, your EF lenses to the RF. So, but anyways, yes, there are the the RP, the R, the R5, and the R6. I believe there's just four cameras in that R line. They're all that new RF mount, and it's the way of the future, I think. I believe. I think Rich would would confirm to me. Um, Rick. Okay, looks like we've got five. Looks like we've got five winners that the team randomly drew um, to get a free blue V-neck T-shirt. So thank you guys. Y'all are awesome. Blue V-neck, you losers. You guys are losers. Look, I'm just calling it what it is. Okay, I'm just calling it what it is. Um, you know. What did your wife say to me at the kitchen table about my shirt? I don't know. What did she say? She said, "Once you go to a black shirt, you never go back." That's what she said. Mm. Yep, that's probably what she said. Remember that? That's a moment. You laughed to this. So the very first winner is Suzanne Cullen. Suzanne Cullen from Colorado. Suzanne. I think she's in West Colorado, if I remember correctly. Um, West Colorado, born and raised. The playground is where I spent most of my days. Yep. And then the next one is uh, is the best winner that it's we've best. ever had. Yeah, it's the mm-hmm. best winner we ever had because Ann, Annie Wiley Best, you've won the next uh, the next blue T-shirt. Hey, Rich, Kendra, Kendra announced this one. Can can you? <laughs> uh, what Jowers? How buzzard? Uh, Kendra Jowers buzzard. Bozard. 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 Yeah. Hey, yeah. you've won. Yeah. A blue shirt. Yeah. There we go. All right. Um, I wonder if it'll dawn on this next person to Han. I wonder if it'll dawn on this next person that they want. <laughs> Kavita Dawan. I don't know if I pronounced that right. We see Kavita all the time, but uh, Kavita. 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 You've won the next blue V-neck shirt. I promise I won't send you this sweaty one. We'll send you brand new ones. Um, Actually, it might be worth more sweaty. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I had uh, such I have such an awkward story about that. I I don't think I'll ever share that online. But why would you halfway tell us on the air? It's like somebody's <laughs> like, oh, I just thought of something really great. I'm not talking about it. All right, so uh, <laughs> you can ask me at the TPM uh, meetup. <coughs> Maybe I'll tell you in person. Okay, so the next. Um, the next and final winner today. Um, it's Miller time. <clears throat> Nicole Miller. Nicole Miller. Nicole. Nicole Miller. David, what I, need. I want everybody that won one of these shirts to post a picture of themselves wearing it. Mm-hmm. Number one. Number two, if you want to come to a free event and hang out with me and David in May, we're going to play this trailer as an outro. And we want you to sign up at David Molnar forward slash DaveMorner.com forward slash meetup. Because I want to meet you. I want to hug you. I want to take some amazing pictures with you. I want to learn with you. Forward slash meetup. Is that right? Hopefully. That's right. That's what Kristen Kristen told me. Okay. I'm going to post the link up there for us. If it works. Do it. Got to take it to the limit. All right, here's the here's the link right there. I'll also post this in the comments. Um, meet up, sign up. Okay, 
if you're a TPM, if you're a TPM member, (laughs) meet up, sign up. All right. We appreciate you guys. Have a fantastic day. Um, Thanks for bearing with our shirtless uh, naked podcast earlier today. Um, TPMers only sign up right now. If you're in the photo mentorship, you get to come to this thing for free, but only for you TPMers. Mm -hmm. Only for TPMers. Love you guys. Have a fantastic day. Check out this trailer for the meetup. But go to the one that says meetup, like for it's davidmolnar.com forward slash meetup, not, not workshop. I know. Chris Ellison now did himself. Come on, Chris. Come on. No, that was the one when we were, when we still had workshop seats um, available, but they sold out. So anyways, I think they all sold out. All right. So appreciate y'all. Have a fantastic day. We'll see you soon. For TPM members, we'll Goodbye. see you very soon. I love soon. you. You too, man. We're so close. We're so close. Our heads are so close should, right now. I feel should, uncomfortable. Should we? Should we? Do Other way. Oh yeah. Well, look half head. Let's half head it. Oh gosh, I went too far. God, this is difficult. Please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss out on news and events. Give us a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about us. It helps us get the word out so we can help more people reach their photography goals.